welcome. Hope you are all good. Welcome. Welcome one and all to Stadia Connect Eve. Oh, a night of anticipation and excitement. Oh, as we put up our Stadia stockings, what wondrous gifts will Father Harrison and Mother Raymond bring us? Ho, ho, ho. Is that Stadia Claws I can hear a coming? Yes. It's a Stadia Monday Night Chat with me, your host, Clive Illenden. Join me on a sleigh ride to Stadia Land on Stadia Connect Eve. I hope you are all well. So excited. Yes, I am excited. I am excited. But let's temper that excitement. You know, I'm just excited for presents, gifts, exciting news. That's, that's all I'm excited about. Yeah, classic. Thank you, Jeff. Classic. Shouldn't be on mute now, but yes, classic. So many things to remember when you go in live. Right, I need an octopus. Need to be an octopus. Anyway, thank you very much, chat, everybody. Antonio, Christopher, Radguy, Dazzadini, Dave, Widnall, Jeff, Gignac, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'll check out some of your content. I see you're making some content. That's really great. Welcome to the content creation family. Welcome one and all. As I say, thanks again for joining me on Monday night show. Yeah, I'm, I'm here, folks, every Monday night. Say hello in chat, of course. Pop in your Stadia-related questions. Avail yourself to the Super Chats. Go on, it'll be fun. Uh, mingle, as they say, as once again I attempt to inform, educate, and entertain you on all things Stadia. And of course, yes, tonight is Stadia Connect Prediction Night, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, XB, how you doing, my friend? Yes, it's Stadia Connect Prediction Night. But before the main feature, let's check the support feature, the news, the views, and the updates. Let's get to it. So, news, ladies and gentlemen, news. He says, uh, so we've got confirmation of Celeste uh, is coming. We knew this anyway because of the ESRB uh, rating. Uh, that was uh, I pointed out last week. So we talked about this briefly last week. Um, so, but now it's been officially given a Stadia fronted logo on the front of the, the YouTube video here. So it's official and they announced it in their community blog. So this is coming. Exciting 16-bit style platformer, old school style. I, I've heard that it's actually really quite difficult. It's all about the timing in this one. Uh, and you've got to get your timing and your jumps just just right. So that means I'm going to be rubbish at this. I'm struggling with Monster Boy right now. So um, there you go. Along with this, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there was uh, other announcements and uh, a new title, brand new title that we weren't aware of, or certainly I wasn't aware of. And it is uh, El Hio, El Hio, which I hope I'm pronouncing uh, correctly which is a Wild West title, it's described here. Um, brought to us by Handy Games, of course, who bought us, a publisher who bought us Spitlings. Um, so they seem to have a good eye out for the sort of good um, good developers out there. The developer of this is Honig Studios. Honig. Kambawa, uh, Konnichiwa. Hello, Yoshida. Um, and this looks really uh, nice, as I say. Again, beautiful styling to it. Um, it's described, and it's interesting because I was looking at the 
it's sort of a non-violent spaghetti western, which is a, a bit, bit of a oxymoron. But anyway, I think they're inspired by the old sp spaghetti westerns of past. I was looking at the Steam uh, entry for this, which has got a bit more information on it, and I'll share that with you now because um, it's quite interesting what they say about it. So if we have a look at the Steam entry here. El Hio, a Wild West uh, title. Again, so uh, best indie at Games Gone, uh, best indie game at Games Gone, Gamescom 2019. Um, as I said before, Stadia seemed to be taking a real Switch style approach here and picking up really, you know, these award winning uh, indie games. And that gives it a lot of credibility to sort of, you know, gamers. Anyway, about the game El Hio is a Wild West tale exciting spaghetti western stealth game in which you guide a six-year-old boy on his quest to find his mother um, he must sneak past the dangers of the world overcome challenges as he gains self-confidence cunning and with it more schemes to get past his foes on his journey he'll find himself in remote monastery a harsh and unforgiving stretch of desert and a frontier town rife with crime and villainy so um there we go. It looks a beautiful, beautiful looking game. Um, again, uh, and I like the stealth aspect, the, the design look of it and everything. And as I say, winner of the best indie game uh, at Gamescom Award in 2019. So that was a, another announcement officially coming to Stadia. Very excited about that. Um, it does look really uh, nice and beautiful. There's some really beautifully stylish games on um, Stadia now. These indie games are great. And, you know, AAA games are coming. But they're already there anyway. We just seem to forget about the AAA games. They're on there already, but we know we've got more coming. But more on that later. Um, so the other thing is also I mentioned, I think, did I mention last week? I think I did mention W2K, uh, WE. 2k battlegrounds um so we i think we saw a registration for this as well an esr an esrb registration or a peggy registration for this but more excitingly um just take that out there. there we go so this is a sort of a, a bash em up brawl um game with bringing all your old um WWE characters, I spotted uh, Stone Cold uh, in there. There he is. Um, I spotted um, The Rock, not Rock, The Rock. I spotted The Rock in there, um, The Undertaker. So if you're into WWE uh, and you've been for a while, there's Stone Cold there. You're going you're gonna to see all the characters from the, the past and the kind of the present. And it's a kind of real cartoony kind of um bash them up as I said the interesting thing about this is as I say there's no official announcement on this yet so Stadia haven't I don't think Stadia have officially announced it but the key thing about here is the Stadia logo does appear on the end of this trailer as you'll see anymore see if I can catch it um, I mean it looks wild and crazy I didn't think I'd like um, Power Rangers uh, but I did so maybe I quite like this here we go. Let's freeze frame it. Freeze frame. Um, there we go. Switch, Xbox One, PS4, Stadia. There's a Stadia logo. So I think whilst not officially announced by um, Stadia yet, 
I think it's safe to say it's coming to Stadia. And I know I hate to sort of you know harp on about it, but I'm going to anyway. Just another example, ladies and gentlemen, of uh, 2K games supporting Stadia as a cloud platform. I know. Don't go there, Clive. You're always going on it. No one likes a gloater. Well, I'm going to gloat again. I was right. As I said, this is why you always need to check with me and my podcast. Because I'll bring you the truth. I'll bring you the facts, ladies and gentlemen. I told you 2K supported uh, Stadia. Further evidence that this is the case. But there we go. Yeah, um, Christmas says, yeah, logo on the game trailers. Yeah, I think we'll see it more and more. I just think at the moment, Stadia are holding it back on purpose, partly to, to do with what's coming up with um, Tamara, etc. Uh, in my opinion. Um, so there we go. So meanwhile, on the, you know, so that is not official, but it's pretty certain but on the more rumour and speculation front, could Lara Croft be coming uh, to Stadia again? Uh, so Lara Croft in her previous guises, as it were. So this is, a, again, this is a rumour that I saw, originally saw a tweet, um, I forget, by um, a Spanish Stadia fan, could have been a French Stadia fan, I'm not sure, a previous tweet, and they tweeted out this promo for here it is and this has been picked up by games rant and i know stadia source have picked it up as well but they're sprinkling some salt on it just you know take it with a pinch of salt it could be a mock-up i'm not sure but according to this pr mock-up here you will see tomb raider the ultimate experience relive uh lara's greatest adventures in one ultimate package coming august the 27th Xbox One, PS4, Switch, Steam, Stadia. Now, this is not official, um, but it looks pretty legit. But we can't be sure. Uh, if it does come, I, I'm, I, for one, uh, am particularly looking forward to the earlier Lara Croft. Um, I love Lara Croft, uh, not literally, the game, Tomb Raider. Let's just rephrase that, rewind. I love Tomb Raider. Mm, I love Tomb Raider, the game. Uh, and I liked, uh, I remember fondly the game, Tomb Raider, uh, on the PlayStation 1. And if you look at this first one, this is a really kind of, I don't know, sort of uh, PlayStation, maybe PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 era. Not quite sure there. Um, but I definitely, if this comes to Stadia, we'll be playing this on the Generation X Retro Gaming Club. I'll be streaming the old school Lara Croft if this comes. Again, it's not official. Uh, there's no word from Square Enix on this. No word from Stadia. But, but, it seems strange that somebody's mocked this up. I don't know. Um, but anyway, could we see Lara Croft coming back in more guises to um, Stadia? Me, I think a collection would be great, you know for new fans and old fans as it were of the older stuff um i think that's pretty cool let me know what you think whether, whether we think that's true or not um right so the other one as well is uh super hot so uh there is um again this is not confirmed but uh, coming to Stadia, but we think it probably will. Uh, 
super hot mind control delete there was a reveal trailer for this saying it's out on july the 16th on pc mac or linux for free yeah so this is like a i don't know is it like a new game or just an updated dlc to super hot which is one of my favorite games on stages to be honest i loved it albeit very short i didn't like the fact it's quite short but i just love the concept and the style of it but yeah super hot why do i not have a little picture of it Anyway, Super Hot Mind Control Delete is going to be released for free for those who already purchased Super Hot previously on PC and Mac. Um, and I see why uh, no reason why this wouldn't come to Stadia. But what if you had a Stadia Pro? Because it was um, Super Hot was made available to Stadia Pro members, so you didn't actually purchase it. So there is a form. Um, that you can fill out for the developer. Here we go for super hot mind control delete. Um, and it says this in particular, this this is so you can see if you're eligible for a copy, a free copy of mind control delete. Um, but if it's not coming to your platform of choice yet, if everything checks out, we'll let you we'll get you a special DRM free version for PC Macs and Linux when Mind Control Delete launches on July the 16th, which is Wednesday, I think, or Thursday, Thursday. In particular, this form is for you if you purchased Superhot on one of the following platforms. So this form, which you can fill out and send to them, is for if you've bought it, and this is the key thing, bought it for Switch, Windows Store, uh, itch.io, Google Stadia, or Origin. This form is not for you if you received Superhot for free mm. on Xbox, Xbox Games Pass. It was on Xbox Games Pass, uh, Epic Games Store, Twitch Prime, or generally any other uh, platform, or you played Superhot on a free subscription service like Stadia, or Games Pass like Xbox and Stadia, or you don't own Superhot. I don't own Superhot. I just have it as a pro version. So it'll be interesting to see whether you actually had to have bought um, Superhot or whether we'll get it as part of Pro. I'm curious, curious about that. But anyway, could be coming again. Rumor and speculation. Superhot Mind Control Delete coming to uh, Stadia. So there we go, folks. What do you think of that? Not bad, guys. Not bad. Um, other news of interest. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Because uh, what's the time? We've got time. Yeah. Okay. Let, we're now going to go to Ubisoft Forward. Who watched Ubisoft Forward? Let me know. Um, put it in the chat. Did anyone watch Ubisoft Forward? Were you impressed with it? Were you disappointed? Did it meet expectations? Did it exceed expectations? All of that. Um, but let me know. So it's official, ladies and gentlemen. It's official. Far Cry 6. Look at that. Stadia. The big Stadia logo there. This epic. This is absolutely, I think, a real epic, epic sort of cut sequence here for um, Far Cry 6. Um, but anyway, it's been officially announced. This is the official Stadia announced trailer as well. This is not someone else's trailer. This is the Stadia trailer. And I'm just checking my notes here. It is coming. February the 18th, 
2021. Yes. All right, Jerome, how you doing, Jeff? Yep. Um, February the 18th, 2021. Day and date. Day and date. I'm going to stop saying that and I'll tell you why later. Day and date. But anyway, this does look um, epic. I'm not going to play the whole video here, but definitely check out um, the Ubisoft uh, forward or just check out this um, this Stadia official Stadia official um, trailer of it. I mean, it looks amazing because it's got the the main guy, one of the main guys from uh, Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul. Of course, it also I saw another picture. I think it also features um, the other guy from Better Call Saul. The one that wants to give up a life of crime to save his father. If you watch Better Call Saul, you know who I mean. I think he's in it as well, uh, which would be absolutely awesome. I'm sure I saw a picture of him as well. Not just the chicken guy, which is this main guy here, who's absolutely brilliant as an actor. But the other guy, uh, who I can't remember his name. Um, but this looks absolutely um, epic. So looking forward to this. Um, and as I say... Coming to Stadia, great, great news. A big, big title. You know, I've said all along, big titles are coming, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we know about um, Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Again, there was some gameplay at, uh, at the Ubisoft Forward uh, session. We know it's coming to Stadia anyway, and we now have an official release date which is November the 17th. It's coming November the 17th, 2020, on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, and Stadia. And again, um, as a fan of uh, Assassin's uh, Creed recently, a new convert to Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, um, although it's got very similar gameplay, I'm sure they've just, you know, why not? If it works... Uh, it works, you know, and uh, it looks really great. And again, a big, big title. Thank you, Ubisoft. Just releasing on all the platforms as normal. Not, I'm not going to say day and day because that's becoming redundant. And as time goes by, that idea of is it day and day will become more and more redundant because it will just be coming to PC, Xbox, PlayStation and Stadia. Um, and that's it. That will be the norm. Uh, I've always said this will be the case. We're just too early in Stadia's life and too late in the development cycle for games that were uh, delivering earlier in the year. But games that are delivering sort of from now onwards, we're late enough in the development cycle for them to be developed in parallel at the same time for all the consoles. And by that, I also mean Stadia, which I always view as a virtual uh, console, of course. Um, the other thing, of course, uh, just check this. Uh, that was that. Uh, Watchdog again. Ubisoft mentioned um, Watchdog coming here, uh, and again, I'm not going to play the video here. I mean, it does look absolutely awesome. You can play. You know, you recruit. I love the idea of recruiting different characters. I love the idea that it's set in London, of course. Shout out to London. Used to be my hometown. Uh, not anymore, but 
obviously I work there, although not anymore because I work from home. Um, who remembers that? I, was it the Getaway uh, PlayStation game? There's a PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3 game. No, I think it was a PlayStation 2 game. And again, that was modeled on London. It was sort of a, a Grand Theft Auto kind of wannabe, but set in London. And they kind of spent a long time mapping all the streets of London. Uh, anyway, so that'll be interesting. Uh, again, this is coming. Check my uh, notes here. Yep. So we've always known about Watchdog Legions because this is one of the first games uh, mentioned as coming uh, way back before Stadia was released. Um, it was on that list of you know games that would be featuring on Stadia. So we've known this for quite a while. But it's coming on the 29th of October. It's going to be a busy time, isn't it? Between sort of September, October, November and the big titles coming. You've got the Assassin's Creed. You've got this. You can have Cyberpunk, hopefully, you know, hopefully around that time as well. Um, so anyway, very, very exciting. Exciting times. And as I say, let's forget day and date because, as I say, the coming on the 29th of October 2020 on all platforms. So we don't have to be saying, is it day and date? No, doesn't matter because it is coming at the same time. That's why it doesn't matter. And there's somebody, I saw somebody in, um, oh, I think Tesorius in on Twitter saying, doesn't it feel good when you know it's coming at the same time on, uh, on all the platforms, you know, i.e. including Stadia. Yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. It does feels good about that. But we have to accept that titles that were meant to, you know, I don't want to go on about Cyberpunk, but it was meant to deliver in March. So it was never going to deliver on t at the same time to Stadia. Now, it still could. Now things have moved on. But anyway, we're not, we're not here to discuss that. Um, so that's um, Ubisoft and Watchdog uh, Legions. Other things in the news. Uh, Tom Clancy's Breakpoint uh, are introducing AI. Um, let me know who, play, who plays Rainbow, uh, sorry, Tom Clancy's uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, they're bringing AI characters in here as well, which I think is a really cool feature. If anybody's watched the uh, Generation game, Generation X Retro Games Club. I talked about a title as one of my old titles. We have a section in it in which uh, Rock and I sort of compete with each other in sort of bringing an old game from our past and sort of saying and get chat to vote on it. And I brought an old game called Freedom Fighters. And in that, you could, uh, could you recruited people and then you got them to, and they each had, Again, they were AI characters, limited, because it was back in the day, like 2003 or something. And you instructed them to do things. So you had an explosive specialist and stuff like that. Very similar to this idea. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers, anybody's old enough to remember um, Freedom Fighters. I'll show you a picture of it. But there, the idea of being able to sort of... To your, to your AI mates, I think is, yeah. And it's the same sort of regroup technique. It, this is exactly the technique, but brought up to date big time, as was in Freedom Fighters uh, way back 
uh, way back in the day. Let's have a quick look. If anybody remembers Freedom Fighters, um, this was the game, just for reference. Um, I can't really zoom in on there. But this was uh, a game. I love this game, Freedom Fighters. I think it was from 2003, um, something like that, around about that time. And again, you, you controlled the AI characters in that in a very similar way. Just a little anecdotal... Um, it might just stop there. Just a little bit of an anecdotal reference there. Yeah, Silly Silly, I used to play it. Yeah, I love that game. I love that game. Anyway, so I'm interested to see what that would look like in 2020. I love the idea of, I mean, you think in Apex Legends, you sort of, why you're not controlling AI, you're controlling real people. But the ability to communicate with real people, it's probably on a, a radial on the same basis that you just, you know, go over there, uh, explosive guy, go over there, hacker person, you know, uh, and sort that out. So um, very cool. Looking forward to that. The other news, of course, uh, and I'll come to this a bit more, is uh, Hyperscape. So this is news from Ubisoft uh, forward is Hyperscape. And as yet, no mention of Stadia. What do we think? Do I expect it to release on Stadia? Hmm. Chat, what do you think? Do you expect to see Hyperscape release on Stadia? Yes, I do. Uh, with the other consoles in time. That's what I think, personally. Currently, it is in a beta format and releasing officially on PC first. I have tried it um, not that successfully, and I might have another go at it. Um, so it means that they're effectively, you know, it's a beta trial for PC initially. Get it out there, get it to streamers and stuff because of the Twitch integration. Um, and it's the easiest way to do it. They're probably polishing off and finalizing the console versions i.e. port you know finishing off the port as it were to xbox and playstation 4 i mean not a direct port they sort of develop in parallel but they probably just take a little bit longer to get the polish for the console versions and then they've got to be um the logistics have got to be done on them and they've got to be checked and verified and all this kind of stuff it takes a little bit longer um on the console sometimes so if they want to get the beta out um they're only going to put a pc beta out so that's why uh, it's only on PC at the moment. So once it's ready for the consoles, I expect, in my opinion, the Stadia version will also be finished and it will come to consoles, including Stadia at the same time. Oh, but Clive, I've seen it's on GeForce now and you can play it on the Shadow PC. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, breathe. Breathe. Okay, I just want to get semantically pedantic with you now. It's not on GeForce now. Yeah, GeForce Now is not strictly speaking a game service. Yeah, GeForce Now is a virtual gaming PC. This is a beta PC, you know, a PC beta game. So, of course, you can play on a virtual PC. Shadow PC is literally a virtual PC. That's all it is. So, of course, you can play a PC game on it. And Ubisoft want to get it out there. So, they're going to. You know, it's a free free to play game. So of course they're not gonna have any issue with it being on GeForce now. And nobody seems to have any issue with games being on Shadow uh, PC anyway, because Shadow PC sells themselves not as a not as a game service, but as a virtual PC service. Um, so I think that the and they're quite small, so I don't think publishers have a big issue with them. Anyway, that's the news, the views. I've done it in half an hour. Phew.
Are we ready, ladies and gentlemen? Are we ready for prediction time? Were you excited about those Ubisoft games? Are you are you excited? Do you expect to see Hyperscape coming to um, Stadia? Are you disappointed it's not been mentioned yet? Or are you cool with it because you think it's going to be mentioned maybe tomorrow? Tomorrow's got a lot riding on it, uh, if we think about Stadia Connect, in terms of there's a lot of things we've said, oh, it'll be all right. They'll mention it at Stadia Connect. Oh, it'll be all right. They'll mention it at Stadia Connect. What if they don't mention all these things that we sort of given Google Stadia a pass on because we think they're going to be announced at Stadia Connect? I think there's still time for things to be announced down the road. It's not all about tomorrow, but, you know, just they'll continue. You know, they've announced loads of things this week and it's not even Stadia Connect. So we know that Stadia Connect, they've mentioned, and I've said before that I always thought this Stadia Connect would all be about games, games, games. I think it will, but I did retweet the tweet from Stadia saying games, 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 and other news and some and a few surprises. And that got me really excited. The other news and more surprises. So it's not going to be all about the games, games, games. There'll be lots of games, games, games. Um we'll see um anyway so let's without further ado let's do this shall we it's prediction time ladies and gentlemen prediction time boom i've worked hard for you ladies and gentlemen i hope this works well i hope everything uh functions as i'd like right okay my top 10 stadia uh predictions this they're in a sort of order i'll be honest with you and then and then the the order is in my sort of my dead certs really and then and then slightly doubtful or speculative towards the end so naturally my first uh my first prediction orcs must die um this is a no-brainer i think everybody knows i think this is out of the bag i think everybody knows this is coming um i think everybody knows this is gonna um yeah, pull out the old projector. Exactly. Um, it's a deck, man. That's what they call it in the office, a deck. Um, Orcs Must Die 3 will drop as a Stadia Pro title at the Stadia Connect. I don't think this is a big surprise. It's not a big revelation. Um, you know, they. the reason is, and this is thanks again to uh, Stadia Source, uh, let me just find here. Look, they found this. And I'm just going to jump back to the news section here. So they found this listing. This is actually on the Stadia store. Sort of hidden away. It's not for public viewing. But it, it's actually on the Stadia store. Again, thanks to Stadia Source for digging this thing out. My hair, it it fell out dealing with uh, idiots like you, Mac. That's, that's what happened. Um... So it it was mentioned on, uh, so it's actually on the Stadia listing store. So it's obviously ready to go. It's a private listing. They haven't sort of revealed it yet. So it's obviously ready to roll. They've got it all set up, ready to roll. And here we go. Look, release date, 14th of July. Ooh, when's that? Yeah. When is that? tomorrow at the stadia connect mate that's where it is plus there was a video on here that doesn't play anymore 
I think it's this. It doesn't play. It's listed as private. Uh, so you can't play it. But I think uh, some people did get a glance on it and it said Stadia Pro at the end of the video. So that's the main thing. I think it's pretty, pretty certain. Yeah. It's no great shakes that this is actually um, coming to uh, going to be a pro game and everything. And uh, yeah, so that not, is that a great prediction? Not really, Clive. But anyway, is that spoilt it a bit for us? I don't know. Apex Legends. Yeah. I think Apex Legends is coming. I don't think it's coming tomorrow. I think the announcement will be made. I don't think it will be until the autumn and fall. And I'll tell you why. At EA's play event back in uh, June, they said uh, they confirmed cross-play uh, would be coming to play, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox and PC and the newly arriving Switch version. So there's a Switch version and it will be arriving in the autumn alongside the Switch version. So I think cross-play uh, will arrive on the Switch version and the Stadia version in autumn. I think that's when we'll see it. I don't think there's a lot of point personally in releasing it on Stadia without cross-play at this stage. I think... It, I think the best thing is I'd rather wait for it to... I'd love to have it straight away, but I'd rather wait for it to have cross-play on it or with it. Uh, and if that means wait until autumn, then I'm cool with that. What do you think? Would you rather play Apex, if you are a fan of Apex, would you rather it drop and you can only play Stadia people on it? Or would you rather wait and be able to do uh, cross-play? Anyway, I think this is, as I say, this is in line with EA Studios' strategy about making games available on all platforms, making cross-play a thing, and it's a free-to-play game, so I think it'll be available for Stadia Pro members, um, as I say. And remember, Phil Harrison did say at the last Stadia Connect, they'd be announcing at least two more EA games at the next Connect, and this is the next Connect. Um, in fact, I'll show you. Uh, there are, bear with me. Here. Desktop. Let's go, Phil. Right, this is Phil. Hopefully you can hear him. happy to announce that we are bringing five games from Electronic Arts to Stadia as part of our partnership. It all starts with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order coming this fall. So he mentioned there about, you know, the titles coming and uh, two more titles coming uh, in in the next Connect. But I think I think he's had more news about um, EA titles generally. So I think there may be more than two or there may be some more EA news generally uh, that might be coming. That's just my view. The reason I think that is because when they announced the last Connect, they were probably still in conversation about what games they could actually um, deliver or actually announce. And they're still sort of firming up other titles. 
So I could imagine, we know EA have a cross, uh, a cross platform strategy now. We know that confirmed by the head of EA Studios, Lara Miel, if I seem to remember rightly. We know that they're all keen on cross play as well. They just want to get their games out for people to play, to make money, that's what they do. So um, I think it's pretty, on that basis, that's why I'm pretty confident that Apex um, Legends is definitely, uh, definitely coming. And I think we're going to see more EA games um, generally. It could be a halfway house on Apex Legends, to be honest, where it might be, you could have a situation where it leases the stadia early, say, so, you know, drops tomorrow. I don't think so, but drops tomorrow and you can cross play with PC, but not console at this stage. Or you can cross play like PUBG, you can play cross play with console, but not PC. Um, that could be a halfway house. But personally, I think it will come in the autumn when uh, cross play is fully enabled on it. Um, streaming to YouTube. Yes, please. So this is, they said more games uh, and other news and exciting information. And we know this is coming. We know this is coming anyway. We know Twitch is sort of, oh, they haven't taken the lead, Clive. They've taken the lead with the hyperscape. Not really. They haven't got this kind of technology. They have looked at how they can really integrate hyperscape and Twitch and utilize that, but they're already integrating things. They do Twitch drops, uh, watch a stream, and then you get some sort of special Twitch Doom Eternal cosmetics. Uh, used to do that with Sea of Thieves on Mixer and stuff, or on Twitch. If you watched a certain amount of time, then they would drop cosmetics for you that you could then use in the game. What we're talking with YouTube integration is much deeper than that, and the potential is much greater. And that's, I think, we're definitely going to see that. And I know Jem did his little scurrying and digging away at some of the uh, Stadia code, and he's found more information. If you check out Jem, uh, Jem uh, Stadia, he's, uh, his YouTube site. I haven't watched his video because I don't want too many spoilers, but he's done a little sort of behind the scenes investigation in the code, a deep dive into the code behind Stadia, and found lots more clues about streaming to YouTube. This is one of the big things I really look forward to. The ability to stream in real high quality streams, I think is really exciting. What what I'd be interesting about is how they deliver that in terms of what what other stuff you can do. Obviously I use, you know, OBS so I can have overlays and little chat alerts and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how that will function, what other functionality is in there. And in Jem's video, um, he did find some stuff about some choices and showing another screen and showing the chat. So it looks like they're looking to integrate it uh, with different levels. So anybody who's sort of streamed direct from Xbox with the baked in mixer app, there was some functionality in that and you could include a camera. Um, if you plugged it into your Xbox, you'd include a camera in that. So there may be some, you know, some similar integration with, with the YouTube that if you're playing on your PC and you plug in a camera, you could maybe take your camera feed I don't know. They might roll it out in stages. That's the Google way, not to necessarily deliver it as a complete working package, but as a sort of, at first you can do, you know, this, but you have to use OBS, and then you put in a browser link or something, or um, which takes the feed directly from your sort of Stadia server. So you're still getting high quality, 
but you're not using your CPU. That's the real thing I'm kind of excited about. And the opportunity to be able to open up streaming to everybody, uh, I think is really, uh, really exciting personally. And I think I think there's a good chance, these top sort of four or five, I think there are a good chance of these things happening. Family sharing. Yes, please. A lot of people have been clamoring for this. I don't think it's a difficult, it's not a difficult thing to program or functionality for Stadia to include in terms of programming it or setting it up. They already do family share on their Google accounts that you have, you know, on my Google account, the families, you know, my family all got family share on it. But there may be an issue with how they negotiate the deals with the publishers. Um, and that may need be the thing that's ironing out. The tech is all there, it's ready to go. Again, we've seen clues of this in the code behind the scenes, as it were, we'll draw back the curtain. Jem has drawn back the, the curtain. Other people on the Reddit have drawn back the curtain and revealed that there's code there for this. So um, family family sharing, I think, is, is very good. Um, um, thank you, Antonio. Yeah, to be honest though, Antonio Rock, I think these are pretty safe bets. I'm not I'm not doing anything crazy here. These top five, I think, are pretty uh, safe bets. I'll come to the bingo card, Antonio, which I think was awesome um, later. More EA titles. Okay, as I said, so at the last Stadia Connect, they announced Jedi Fallen Order, FIFA and Madden, and two other titles to be announced. Now, although Apex Legend is an EA title, I'm not sure, I, and I think Apex Legend will be announced as one of the titles. I don't think it will be included, in, included? I don't think it will be included in those other two titles because it's a free, a free to play game. So effectively it'll be available to pro members, I think, Apex Legends. I think there are other games. Plus, as I said, in terms of negotiation, they're probably a bit further down the line. So they're probably in a position to firm up and confirm some more games. We know EA are working with Stadia and it's not just, oh, here's three games, now go away and shut, flip up. You know, as I said before, Lara, uh, Laura Meal, uh, EA head of CEO, head of studios, has said they want a multi-platform approach. Um, so... We're going to see, as time goes by, we're going to see more and more games from EA just drop on uh, Stadia at the same time as we see them drop on other platforms. Maybe not immediately this year. We, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, we're still playing catch up with Jedi Fallen. FIFA's probably a little bit behind the curve. Madden's probably a bit behind the curve. But certainly next year, we'll start seeing that pattern. As I said before, there won't be this conversation of day and date rubbish. It'll just be, yeah, it's coming to all the on all the consoles, you know? It's coming to Xbox, PlayStation, Stadia. That's it. So I expect we could see some more EA games. And I think it's not going to be limited to just the two EA games. So that's my prediction. More EA games. Rollouts to more uh, countries. Ray tracing. Not convinced about that yet at this. I don't think this is the place for ray tracing um, in terms of announcements. And I'll come to that, Dave Handley. Good point. The whole Gen 2 kind of stuff. A lot of people focus on that. 
I don't think this Stadia Connect is the place for those sort of announcements. And I'll come to where I think you do make those announcements and where historically they have made those announcements before. But roll out to more countries. Stadia, let us not forget, Stadia is only in 14 countries at the moment. Yeah, Belgium, Finland, Canada, Denmark, France, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Netherlands, Norway, Spain, Sweden, United Kingdom and US of A. 14 countries. That's no, that's that's minuscule. I mean, they're big markets, granted, but it's minuscule. And there's a reason for this, I believe. You know, Stadia, wanna, Google want to make sure that Stadia works. Does it work? Oh, yeah. They want to roll it out into countries that have a decent infrastructure uh, where they know there are lots of gamers and it will get the, the you know the pickup but what about what about south america what about japan korea what about um india massive market i mean the mobile gaming market pubg i've said before uh, if you do your research pubg on mobile is ridiculous in india in terms of its popularity I and mean, they have tournaments and everything the works so you know places like that are untapped markets and i did um Again, because I like to do my research for you, ladies and gentlemen. I like you to do my research. I did some research on this. Of course you did, Clive, because you're a nerd. Where is my research? Right, here's my research. So, this is why I think... Um, here, this interesting little uh, little stat here. For nerds everywhere, Singapore, yeah. Here we are. Global speeds, yeah. Global speeds 2020. So this is the broadband global speed. Okay, bang at the top. Average. These are averages. Can you believe this? Average. Um, good point. Licensing is always an issue as well. Yeah, some games... Oh, well, I might, I'm live. It's too late, Rock. <laughs> I could edit that out. Anyway, but here we are. Average average broadband speed by country. South Korea, 110. <laughs> average. Average. Um, but look, all these countries here. Look, oh, before you even get... I have to look. France, Sweden, look. Show all. UK, the UK is not even on here. Embarrassing. We're way down. Where are we? United States, average 44. So there are plenty of countries with the broadband uh, speed and capability that are not even on the list. So that's one thing. Okay. The other thing here is let's have a look at the Google's, Google's? Google's infrastructure. Why not, Clive? Okay. So this is Google's cloud. I just did a little thing on where all the nodes are, the edge nodes. So here are the main data centers. These are the main Google data centers that basically control, they're the mother load. This is the mother load dotted around Europe. There's only four in Europe. And then in Asia Pacific, you've got the two. You've got a big one in South America. So Brazil and all of that. Thank you, Johnny Barnick. Of course, hit the like button, everybody. Much appreciated. Also, if you're new here, please hit subscribe. It's really, really appreciated. 
Plus, we should get an alert, and it's always very amusing when that happens. Look at all the servers in um, the data centers in North America as well. So they're the data centers. They're the main uh, data centers. Then you've got edge pops, okay, where Google starts connecting the network to the rest of the internet. So here they're communicating among themselves. This is all Google's own infrastructure talking to each other. They don't use, you know, the common internet here. This is their own um, connections between here. And then as I understand it, this is now goes out to all the various internet exchanges. So this is how they then uh, have another layer um, of internet peering, they call it, of their Google internet exchanges, which then communicates with all the IP uh, around the world. But you see, look, loads in Europe here, loads in uh, Asia, down here and in Southeast Asia as well, even Australia. Yeah, layman gaming, yeah, layman gaming boys. Eventually you can get it, yeah, get Stadium, then you don't have to moan about it. And then the edge nodes here, look at all these edge nodes, which is basically, and this is interesting, not many people know this, Netflix do this, where they can actually install like the cached information. So basically Netflix have got deals with all the major internet uh, sort of ISP network operators where they say, will you install this special box? And on this box, it's got all the Netflix content so that there's no lag between you and your nearest sort of ISP server supplier and you for your network, uh, your Netflix content. So you're not having to go to some server all the way in the US or all the way in, in Europe to get your Netflix content. You're just going to your local ISP server effectively, which has a net Netflix box in it. So this is a bit like this, where they supply cache data um, already up front. I don't know what I'm talking about really, obviously, but the point is Google have the potential to roll this out on a larger scale. So I expect to see, um, I expect to see more countries being, uh, it being rolled out, or at least an announcement that, hey, we're coming to more countries. And I think that's great for Stadia, it's great for us Stadia fans, people who play on Stadia, it's good for Stadia. The publishers will get more excited because it gives them a greater marketplace. Um, Stadia players, we're gonna be good because it means we'll have more Stadia players to play with. Nobody on Destiny. Destiny's getting crossplay next year, but if you're impatient, hopefully, and you know, a few more countries get getting it would mean that eventually um, those waiting rooms and lobbies will be more populated. So that's not a bad thing, is it, ladies and gentlemen? That's not a bad thing. Can't can't complain about that. Presentation time. So that was number seven, eight. Activision Blizzard. bit quiet it's a bit quiet on the old Activision Blizzard front we've seen you know we've got EA we've got Ubisoft we've got Take-Two Games Square Enix are you really telling me that Activision Blizzard are happy being out of the party the party is becoming is becoming a bit cool yeah the stadia party is beginning to swing yeah Woo! it's beginning to swing with all the uh, the cool publishers now yeah, 
And you think Activision Blizzard, they're on the outside of the party wanting, to, wanting their invite. So where are they? Could we see some announcements about Activision Blizzard? Blizzard? Blizzard. What did I write in my no uh, notes here? Yeah, what about Activision Blizzard, I put? What's the status there? Could we see an announcement on how that partnership is, uh, is developing? They must be in talks with them. I cannot believe that Phil Harrison is not in talks with Activision Blizzard. So could we see Call of Duty Warzone? Could we see Overwatch 2 um, when, you know, when that's coming? Or, or some announcement that they're working with Activision Blizzard? It seems like, why would Activision Blizzard not want to be part of this party? doesn't make any sense. So, and it, it wouldn't make any sense that Google are not actively talking to them. Now, they may not be at the stage or they may not have been at the stage before to make official announcements or have anything concrete to announce, but maybe now is the time. Maybe now is the time to say we've got um, some news. We're going to working with Activision Blizzard and we hope to have new, more news or announce some titles coming soon. <coughs> but hopefully they do that before Overwatch 2 is released uh, because that would be a great title to have on. And of course, Call of Duty Warzone. Who wouldn't want to play Call of Duty Warzone with no cheaters, yeah? That was one of Stadia's selling points. And it's a real bugbear to uh, Activision. Call of Duty and the cheaters and the hackers. And yet, if you go back to the original uh, Stadia Connects and the Stadia announcements, one of the biggest selling points that they, they went on about, no cheating, no hacking. So it'd be uh, made in, you know, a perfect match made in heaven. Call of Duty, no hackers on Stadia. PUBG is great because you know you're not getting hacked. The only drawback with that is I can't blame hacking or cheating for my crap ability on PUBG. Oh man, he must have been wall hacking. He shot me through the wall. No, he didn't because they're playing on console. I'm playing on Stadia. It ain't happening. Cheating on console is pretty difficult. Anyway, so yeah, Activision Blizzard. Where are they, man? Where are they? You play plus. Come on. We know. We know Uplay Plus is coming. So this is not a surprise. That it, you know, but what would be a surprise is are they ready to announce it? Uplay Plus. When will they announce it? Are they waiting to get as many of the games? Because it's no good announcing it if you've hardly got any games. So, and they might have got now, you know, we know Ubisoft are delivering all the current games for Stadia. But that means... They might have a system in place in which they've kind of really got the conversion, the porting to Stadia down to a sort of a fine art. And they can just, they've got a, a project group just going through all these games. And maybe not all the Uplay Plus games will be available at first, but they need to have a, a decent handful, a decent choice of games to make you want to go, yeah, I'll have my Stadia. Um, and well, the beauty is you, you could. When Uplay comes, of course, you could decide to say, I'll have Stadia free and not pay my Stadia Pro. Why would you do that? But you could, but I'll, I'll have my Uplay Plus. So you could just play one subscription. 
That could be a scenario. Or they could give you Stadia Pro a discount or a sort of a bundled offer with Uplay Plus if you're a Stadia Pro. But the value of this, I mean, imagine you know, the fact that Stadia is free. Don't forget that. Stadia is free and then subscribe to Uplay Plus. Or if you already subscribe to Uplay Plus, might make you want to go, oh, I'll give Stadia a go. I'm not subscribing to Stadia, but I'm going to stick my Uplay Plus. Knock yourself out. Enjoy. Yeah, exactly. For God's sake, Dave Handley says, just bloody announce it, will you? For goodness sake, get on with it. What's next? Clive, what's next? Hyperscape. Well, I think I've done that. Do you like what I've done there? Uh, oh, no, I haven't done it on this one. Um, on the other ones, I put a little Stadia logo in the corner. I didn't do it on this one. Faked it. So I say I talked about this earlier. I won't go on about it. Again, it's at, it's at the the sort of the upper end of my predictions. So these have sort of less... I have less faith in some of these being announced, but I'm still confident that Hyperscape is coming. Uh, it will get launched with the other consoles. I'm confident about that. Uh, whether it will be announced tomorrow, less confident. But I'm fairly confident it's coming. I'm less confident it will be announced yesterday. Given the proximity to Ubisoft Forward's thing yesterday, it would make, it'd be perfectly cool if they announced it was coming. Um, tomorrow um, and again if if half of these announcements I mean, bear in mind that Ubisoft Forward announced about three games and everyone was super excited three games and some enhancements something like that maybe four games I can't remember and everybody was on Twitter was like oh my god that was an amazing presentation that was brilliant oh 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 I thought well yeah. not with that many games and yet everybody got excited so quality of the games, granted. So if we get to just some quality announcements, we don't need a whole list of stuff. Some quality announcements, that's, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy with quality over quantity, personally, in the, in the Stadia Connect tomorrow. Yeah, if we get big quality announcements, and there's three or, say, maybe four or five of them, I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't need 10 big things, okay? Or just 10 random things. Okay, teasers. A lot of people are saying, oh, we, you know, they've got to show, they've got to show a first party title or that's it. <coughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. These things are still in development. At, at, at most, I think you might see a teaser. Like a real teaser. Remember at the last, at the end of the last Connect, excuse me. Whoo. At the end of the last Connect, they had the little um, Orcs Must Die characters just pop up and sort of wander around um, as a sort of teaser. I think that's what we might see, a very short snippet. Um, this, of course, is a picture from Player Vista, the Player Vista offices. Um, the new studios being headed up by a Stadia studio in-house studio being headed up by Shannon Studstill. Of course, no one's there now at the moment, I imagine, because COVID, they're all working from home. Doesn't stop them from developing because of course they can develop in the cloud because it's Stadia, magic. It's almost a Google new <gasps> conspiracy theory. But what about Typhoon Studios? What about the game that they're working on? They, you know, 
finished Journey to Savage Planet a while ago now. Obviously, they've been working on stuff for um, for Stadia for a while, a few months. And we do see trailers or teasers put out way, way, way before, like sometimes two years. Who remembers talking of Ubisoft? Who remembers Skulls, Skull and Crossbones? Or even Beyond Good and Evil 2 teaser trailer. They were from like 2018. And we've not hit, heard anything about those games since. It was over two years ago. So trailers are put out pretty early. So I think um, if we're going to... I'm not confident we'll see any announcement on this yet. But they, if we do, I think it will be a tiny, tiny little teaser and then they'll make more announcements of it later in the year. They don't have to do everything in this Stadia Connect, yeah? They could have another Stadia. The last Stadia Connect was, what, April or May? I can't, I've lost track now. So we could have another one in October quite easily. So, you know, they'll be saving up and, and, and making sure, crossing those T's, dotting those I's, making sure everything's concrete before making more announcements. It's ongoing, developing. I mean, imagine... Have I got anything on it else on here? Yes, other stuff. So somebody I noticed uh, Capcom there. Zero games for me. You mentioned Capcom, didn't you? We know Capcom are developing games for Stadia because they specifically requested. They did a. They released that um, job advert for somebody with Stadia experience or Vulcan experience to program for Stadia and stuff. So we know Capcom games are definitely or Capcom as a publisher definitely have Stadia in mind and we might and we know that many other publishers have still to announce games for Stadia so let's not forget those so it's not all about EA it's not all about Ubisoft it's not even all about Activision and Blizzard there are other publishers out there and just as I said about Activision and Blizzard waiting on the you know edge wanting to be part of the party as Stadia grows and grows in momentum we're going to see um, other publishers jump on board. Uh, as I say, we know Capcom will be jumping on board because they've advertised a job for it specifically. So uh, I think there are going to be other uh, games from other publishers, probably some more indie games mixed in there. Don't be disappointed. We all love an indie game. But there will be some big hitters. They will be big hitters. Again, this is going to be a recap about what Stadia is, what it offers, what it already has. And some big sort of credibility-making announcements. So not techie announcements. None of that. It's going to be some games. And then the tech announcements will be ones that are actual of benefit to the, the casual the casual gamer, you know. The, the casual gamer is not that bothered about, oh, can I play it in 8K, 4K, 60 frames per second? When most gamers don't even have the facilities to do that anyway. They don't have a 4K screen. Um but the ability to stream, yeah, that's exciting because we know there are gazillion streamers in the world. You know, given the amount of people who watch YouTube, amount of people who watch Twitch, it's massive. So that is sort of a, a tech enhancement, which is of interest to mainstream gamers and casual gamers alike. Family sharing. We know that Stadia is pitching itself very much as a family gaming um, service. You know, they're taking a very Switch-like approach. Lots of great indie games, lots of um, 
family friendly games, some big tentpole titles, the AAA games. Family sharing is really important to that. So again, that's a tech, a tech enhancement, which I think is relevant to this Stadia Connect. Warner Brothers Games, whoever, well, depending who buys that, of course, Rashad. Um, but yeah, um, while they're still around, uh, depending, yeah, I mean, if Xbox buys them, maybe not. Um, but they're gonna wanna exploit their catalog, so um, that might be ongoing, so we'll see. I don't think I don't it don't I don't think there's enough value in Warner Brothers games. I think they'd rather cherry pick very specific developers um, rather than a, a publisher and then strip it of some IP. I don't think that's a good value added to Stadia personally in in my view. That's my top uh, top ten plus a little bit predictions. What do you think, people? What do you think? Should we go to chat? There we go, chat. What do we think about that? Remember, hit the likes. If you're new here, hit subscribe. It's really, really, really appreciated. Avail yourself to the super chats on all of that if you want to put your hand up and get some attention. Um, and let's have a look at the chats. Yeah, top 10. Well, I got, I, I realized I sort of, I, I, it was meant to be a top 10, Antonio. Top 10 plus, yeah. I, I like to give more. I always like to offer more. At this stage, I prefer, David Hanley says, uh, bring back Duke. Duke Nukem, is that who you mean, Zen Alpha? At this stage, I prefer cross-platform AAA games. I'm happy to wait a year or two for first-party games. Exactly. I think, personally, I think, Google are very much in the, we're still building out the library, but imagine, I'm gonna check my notes here because I put something uh, quite interesting. Quite, quite interesting here. Um, in fact, you're missing out on my final thing. Here we are. There we are. Stay patient, keep the faith. The future is red with a slight diffusion into a reddish pink. The future is stadia. Bear in mind, these are just predictions. There could well be other surprises and none of us are aware of. Please read, terms and conditions apply. Um, anyway. So the other thing is, um, imagine by the end of the year with massive AAA titles, yeah? That, that we know are coming, yeah? We know we got, we know, we, you know, Jedi Fallen. We know FIFA's coming. We know uh, Madden's coming. All of that, um, cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed, Watchdog Legions, all of this. Imagine with all the massive AAA titles launching this year, plus coming soon or coming to Stadia this year. What a, a symbol of credibility that would be in the gaming world. This is the vision that I bought into when I ordered the Founders Pack way back in June, July last year. This is the vision that I've seen Google slowly building to. And after tomorrow, I hope we'll be a little closer to that vision. So as I said, stay patient, keep the faith. The future is red with a slight diffusion to reddish pink. The future is stadia, yeah? Classic meme. 
They will announce more territories, Dave. Good call, I think that. Which content creators are going to be in the video? <laughs> exactly, Antonio. I'm not, I'm not the right demographic. I'm not sure I'm the right demographic. Yeah, who wants a grumpy old man with a beard? Blue Bobs says, Cyberpunk coming to Stadia day and date confirmation. That's my hope. You know, it would, yeah, it would be cool. And it would add to what I said about the credibility of the, of the, of the, um, of the platform. Just in, in gamers, Mark, in publishers' eyes, in gamers' eyes, as I said, as we go towards the end of this year and into next year, this idea of day and date is redundant. Yeah, it will be redundant because it will be day and date. So you won't have to make reference to it. And when we get to that point, that's the key thing. That's the point of credibility. We're still only, we're, we're less than a year into uh, Stadia. And the games that are delivering or have delivered so far, some of which have been day and date, but we know why. So Doom Eternal is because they were developing it specifically for Stadia. But those games have been in development for three years prior to Stadia sort of being announced. So we know that the ones that came a bit later are ports. But as we've seen with Ubisoft, once a publisher gets into bed, as it were, with Stadia, the games come day and date. Valhalla, day and date. Watchdog Legions, day and date. Um, Far Cry, next year in February, day and date. So stop saying it, Clive. No, day and date, exactly. We'll just start seeing these big titles, the people that, you know, the ones you see in, in when, no, not the game, because it's closed, not well, GameStop. No, not in GameStop, that's closed. But anyway, the ones that you'd see in the shop and the front window back in, when, remember shops? Do you remember those? Who remembers shops? I remember shops. Anyway, all those big AAA titles that the sort of the main gamer kind of recognizes will just be available for, as I said, PlayStation, Xbox, Stadia, PC, whatever, at the same time. So anyway, who's looking forward to, let's have a look back to chat here. Uh, I don't know how effective it would be to have a static overlay on screen when the enemies are guaranteed not to be in the same spot. Are you talking about hacking? On this screen I have here, there's a, a facility, uh, Antonio, which you can put a, a crosshair on the center of the screen. I never do it. I never do it because I think it's cheating. But yeah, so you know when the player, obviously because when the player is center screen, they're actually in your crosshairs effectively. Um, when you're playing first-person shooters, never do it. It's cheating. I don't know why they they do it. It's in a gamer mode on this 4K screen. Check out my 4K review of the video. Uh, sorry, my review of the 4K screen. Yeah, imagine, David Hanley, I'm desperate to play Cyberpunk. You've got, yeah, but as you say, with Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, all coming at the same time, I'm going to be skint, man. Cyberpunk, one minute, hour or day delay. Yeah, I could be like a week. That'd be cool. That'd be fine. A yearly rate. Yeah, that's that's good. I think that's a good a good option. Again, and that would be the sort of thing you might want to communicate at a Stadia Connect, actually. But again, you, you've got to be careful, in my view, of not confusing... Uh, the marketplace. How much is it? Eight pound ninety nine, or what? Fifty quid a year. Well, which is it? Fifty quid a year, eight pound ninety nine. You know, people get confused. Well, get confused. The numbers confuse me. 
but I think it, you know, it's a sort of thing again aimed at, uh, at people they want to buy into the you know platform. If they say, look, this is all the things the platform does. These are all the big AAA titles coming in the next few months, plus family share, plus streaming to YouTube, and you can get all of this for X amount, you know, sixty quid a year, whatever. When I compare Stadia to Steam, my outlook changes. Stadia is said to have tracked 120 this year. Steam took three years to get to 117. Yeah, I think you, because do we want loads and loads of back catalogue games? Because that's the only way you, you fill up the library. Or would you rather they concentrate on a, on a nice mix of recent back catalogue games, games that have sort of delivered this year, and then continue focusing on games that are delivering at the same time uh, in the future. I'll be patient when they will shadow drop the games and hope to as well. Yeah. Well, I hope that I'm sure. Well, we know Orcs is. I hope there's some other uh, shadow drops because it's a shame that Orcs 3 has leaked, been leaked. I mean, who goes around telling people that? Spoiler. Oh, shit. Shit, it's me. Bollocks. Yeah, later, Exactly. You better start buttering up your, your your relations and your friends. Put on your Christmas list, your partners, your girlfriends, your boyfriends. Uh, here's my Christmas list. One of these. One of these big games, please. One thing I must uh, also, while I'm doing it, is I was going to do a bingo card, but Stadia Source, bless their cotton saw, uh, they've gone overboard with it. It's brilliant. If you've not seen it, get yourself one of this. So this is over at Stadia Source. Bingo card. I was going to do one of these, but I was just going to write the words. They've actually, they've gone to the effort of making a full-on game card here. Is it is it scratch and sniff? I don't know. But they've got YouTube uh, stream share coming soon. So every time they say uh, coming soon, that's hilarious. Cyberpunk, Avengers, new hardware made by Google. I don't think they're going to mention that. EA, other than Apex, good call, that's why I said, Hyperscape, yeah, Uplay Plus, Fortnite, Splash Damage and Typhoon Studios, didn't mention Splash Damage, I should have, along with Typhoon Studios, Activision, it's another one I, I had, yeah, exactly, Chase them in 2K, got to collect their uh, husband tokens, exactly, get taking that, taking an account, Totally brand new feature. So there are rumours that we might there might be something announced that we've no no idea about. I know some people have said, yeah, Clive, what about next gen? So I was going to talk about that, the Gen 2 stuff. The Gen 2 stuff is very techy stuff. And I don't think it's for the mainstream gamer in an announcement like this. It just confuses people. And one of the things that people accuse Stadia of when they announced back in GDC March 2019 about the teraflops and all that kind of, you know, 4K, 12.3 uh, teraflops, better than the Xbox One X and all of that. And a lot of people criticized um, Stadia for making that announcement. But my view was it wasn't, it, it was specifically aimed at developers. That whole early conference, the GD, was, it was GDC, Games Developer Conference. And uh, who did Eddie have on his show? What's his name? Caleb, a guy called Caleb. And he summarized it. I mean, I've said this before, but he summarized it much better than I did, saying that in a way, Stadia shouldn't have made that public. It was a 
Google Developers Conference. Back in the day, I used to go to the, sorry, it's a GDC, Game Developers Conference, originally in March 2019. I went to GDC, I used to go to GDC many, 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 many years ago, before YouTube, believe it or not. Um, and yeah, it was, it was for industry. And it still is effectively for industry. And so that presentation, which is what confused the consumer, I think, and expectation, was really aimed at developers and publishers. But unfortunately, because it was sort of made public and it seemed like a public general announcement, people went, oh, it's going gonna, gonna to be Netflix of gaming. You're going to be able to stream to YouTube. And then, of course, when it launched, it had all these features and, and people got upset and, and it, it sort of bit Google on the arse, basically. But as Kate, uh, Kay, I think his name's Caleb, um, on, on Eddie's show earlier today, and as I say, very succinctly said, he thinks, you know, that was a GDC. It was a game developers conference. So that's the target market. These Stadia Connects are more about the gamers. And so they're going to concentrate on those gaming aspects. When it comes to talking about Tech 2, Generation 2 and all that, what we what we find is that Phil Harrison will do an interview with uh, a major magazine, and I had one earlier, uh, or a, a major either a major tech like Engadget. He'll do an interview with Engadget, and in that he'll make reference to or talk about, oh, we'll be looking to roll out um, next gen, and there'll be games already running at 120 frames per second and 4K, and we hope to be able to reveal that that soon he, he he'll do that to the tech press and then it will filter out from that and then when they have something tangible to show that that's when it gets sort of announced more publicly that's how you announce those sort of tech things it will be either you know with the financial times even even the financial times or the bbc an interview with the bbc like xbox recently did xbox did sort of three big three or four big interviews um, so Phil Spencer did some interviews with the BBC, I think a big American outlet, uh, media outlet and, and, and some others specifically talking about um, Xbox strategy. So it wasn't a big presentation to sort of the general public. It was a sort of an interview with the CEO of Xbox. And this is, I think, how you'll find out about the next at this stage, the next gen two stuff. It will be an interview with the BBC technology correspondent or the Financial Times correspondent or Forbes correspondent, not that idiot that uh, Paul, what's his name, that we I've talked about before. Um, or, you know, something like that or Engadget. That's where we'll see that. An interview with uh, either Phil or that other game, uh, the guy, the other game, the other guy, the tech guy uh, from Google Stadia. And they may talk about tech uh, Gen 2 at those at those stages. That's my view anyway. Uh, back to chat. I hope you enjoyed that bingo card. Make sure you go to Stadia Source, download it, and play along, as they say. Play along. Uh, Rock says, Google released new hardware today, a security device and Pixel Buds available in Europe. Yay! Um, Chase did a review of Pixel Bugs, Buds. Pixel Bug. <laughs> Freudian slip there. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. I hope you uh, agreed with my predictions or you had your own predictions or any of those things. Um, I think I've been rattling along for an hour and 20 minutes now. 
Thank you for all coming. I really, really appreciate it. If you are new here, whack the subscribe button, hit the notification button and all of that. Uh, remember to hit the like button as well. Much appreciated. I'm going to be uh, on... Am I on Stadia Rock tomorrow, Rock, if you're still listening? Is it Stadia Rocks? I've forgotten which one I'm on. Do it uh, live or am I on... Am I on with you or is it on other, another podcast where we're going to watch it live? There'll be loads of podcasts where people are watching it live. Of course they will. Um, so uh, come along and watch it um, and let me know. Thank you. Of course it is. Rock, uh, put in there, Rock, if it, um, are we doing it on Rockstar's special? Just check in the chat. Anyway, I will be, I'll, I'll tweet it out anyway, which I think it is on Rockstar's channel. Yeah, Rockstar's at Stadia Connect. Thank you. Thank you, Rock. So I'm going to be on Rockstar's at Stadia Connect, 5.30pm. If you've got a link, uh, Rock, just whack it in the chat. That's cool. Um, and uh, we'll be streaming live uh, Stadia Connect. So grab your Stadia Connect bingo card off Stadia Source. And come along, join the fun, join the chat, and I'll see you tomorrow. Once again, massive, massive thank you for being with me tonight. Really appreciate it. It means a lot to me that we get lots of people in and we have a good chat and a good conversation. I hope you appreciated um, my predictions. And let's see whether I'm wrong or right. But let's not get overhyped. Just enjoy yourself. Know that uh, today you didn't have anything. Tomorrow you're going to have some more stuff. And be happy with that and have a great, great day. Thank you and goodbye. Great, John.